have died. More than a dozen are missing after a fishing trawler sank off Newfoundland. CBS's Vicki Barker from the Foreign Desk. Rescuers who rushed to the scene found three life rafts. Two were empty. The third contained only three sailors. 21 remain missing. There is one life raft still unaccounted for, so there may be hope of finding more survivors. A Louisiana man who spent 44 years in prison for attempted aggravated rape in a case involving teenage twins has been freed. The decision partly based on evidence that's been available for years. Vincent Simmons says he's grateful. It dawned on me. This is it. Man, we've been waiting all these years for this. His accusers are now 59, and they say he's still guilty. After three years without a host, the Academy Awards will take on a triple dose of comedy. Thank you! Thank you so much. Wanda Sykes, Amy Schumer, and Regina Hall will head up March Oscar ceremony. S&P futures are up 53. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. Rob tried to manage his constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating day after day. After realizing it was irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC, he found another way and finally said yes to adding Linzess. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two years old. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Talk to a doctor today. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by Abbey and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. Hooray for the Rams in Hollywood. The city's building a temporary display over the Hollywood sign, transforming the L.A. landmark to read Rams House. The sign will be up for most of the week as the city and team celebrate their historic win. A victory parade is also set for tomorrow. It'll be the first championship celebration since the pandemic started, despite the Dodgers and Lakers both winning titles. It's also the first Super Bowl win for the Rams in Los Angeles. The team won in St. Louis back in 2000. Monica Ricks, CBS News. The hot new clothing trend. Snoopy wear. Brands from Gucci to Marc Jacobs, H&M to J. Crew are putting images of the Charlie Brown gang on their clothing. A New Yorker essay pointed to the possible appeal, a time when kids played real football, had fistfights, used big vocabulary words, and fell in love. Deborah Rod Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make $200 to $300 this year. Wow. 
that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GEAR for 25 cents a gallon or more cash back on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code GEAR to earn 25 cents a gallon or more on your first tank. That's code GEAR. Since 1972, Danneman Electric has been providing professional solutions at fair prices. Whether it is dedicating a line for your computer, running all new electric lines, installing new lighting, air services, ductwork for distributing the best heating and cooling throughout your home, or complete HVAC system installations for the home or office, Danneman Electric can hook you up. Consider a backup generator for those untimely Southeast Ohio power outages. Call Danneman Electric, 740-593-8813. That's Danneman Electric, 740-593-8813. Athens County cares about you. I'm Micah. Join me Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 on Classic Hits 970 AM and 971 FM WATH for discussions about essential information for seniors, such as nutrition, caregiving, mental health, Medicare, and all other relevant topics for seniors in Athens County and the surrounding areas. Athens County Cares, a project of United Seniors of Athens County, Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 AM on WATH. At Pizza Cottage, they always use the finest ingredients, treat their customers and employees like family, and always give back to the community. From pizzas to subs, wings to pasta, they have everything for your family to enjoy. You can also book their party rooms and their food truck. Pizza Cottage has a new location at 951 East State Street for dine-in, carry-out, and delivery through door. So visit them today or visit their website, www.pizza-cottage.com. We've all got our daydreams, right? Little things, big things, things you know one day you'll do. Then out of nowhere, cancer. And all your plans don't change a bit. I would know. I'm about to jump out of an airplane with my dad. Our first time skydiving solo. And my second year since starting cancer treatment at Ohio Health. All right, dad, let's go. You keep making plans. Visit ohiohealth.com slash keep making plans. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice, we celebrate life. Hi, it's Randy and Boots from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Boots is a man of many talents and has knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Rick Ocasek was the lead singer of what band? The Cars. What was Gary Newman's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Car. That's right, Austin Carr. Anything you'd like to add? Cars, cars, cars. 57 Chevy. Cars, That's Auto cars, Smarts. Friday cars, afternoons cars, at 106 cars, on 970 cars, WATH cars, and 97.1 FM. That's a 57 Chevy. Cars, cars, cars. I-N-E-P-T. E-M-F-T. Tech. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters. Raw, raw, raw. Coach Turf, in discussing your loss to EIEIO this past weekend, 77-8, you were telling me about a new defense you were going to install for this game. 
That's right. You know, they got some real fine running backs over there. They got some real racehorses in their backfield. A couple boys name of uh, Mustang McGurk and, and Shortest Shetland really can carry that football. And what we decided we was going to have to do is take all of our linebackers and all of our defensive front linemen and all of our cornerbacks and safety folks, everybody what plays on defense, and try and fence them in so they couldn't break off them long gainers of theirs. You know, the quarterback hands the ball off and they bust out through them, find offensive linemen of theirs, they get a bunch of long gains. And so we decided we was going to call that our fenced in or our corral defense. But, you know, they got a real fine quarterback over there, boy named of a Heifer. And Heifer, uh, he's a real smart boy over there. And he decided as well, if, we, if they're going to corral him in for the running plays, what I'll do is I'll just flip that ball out into the flats and screen them all off and run them screen passes. And that's exactly what they've done. They run them screen passes all day long. We just couldn't keep up with them. You also told me part of the game plan was you are going to keep their quarterback, uh, Heifer, out all night so he would be tired and ineffective for the ball game. Well, that's right. You know, that brings to mind uh, something that I think about a lot, and that is uh, football is a lot like life, and that is it don't always work out the way you want it to. Well, what happened with your plan? Well, you know, it was a fine plan. You know, the plan was for our cheerleaders to go out with the uh, heifer and keep him up all, all night so, he's, so he'd be tired when it come to the ball game the next day. And I went over to our cheerleader advisor, and I told her, I said, look, I want all you girls to go out with the feller that makes that ball club tick. So they went out over there, and, and instead of going out with Heifer, they went out with Coach McDonald. Now, I was kind of wondering why Coach McDonald was a little peaked in that ball game, but uh, Heifer, he was just as spry as ever. And I'll be back with Coach Turf right after this message. And this morning's Art Turf Show is proudly brought to you by Leftover Super Bowl Party Cheese Balls. Coach Turf, I know you like to present a game ball each week to the most outstanding player of the game. Who gets that to honor this week? Well, I'm glad you brought that up because we are real proud to give the game ball to Needles Norgan, our ninth-year senior. You know, Needles is a rather thin boy, 6'9", 98 pounds, and never had scored a touchdown in his collegiate career until last week, and we are real proud to give him the game ball for doing that. Well, our congratulations to Needles. Uh, another aspect of the game we like to report on each week is uh, really a negative aspect, but it is the injury report. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, too, because we have had some rather unusual injury reports to give this year because not too many of the boys have been injured. But, shoot, I've been on that injury list, and we got another unusual injury list this year because uh, we done lost the cheerleaders. And when I say that, I mean we lost them. We don't know where they are. What and happened, we, Coach? Well, we know that they uh, they went out with Coach McDonald for the ball game, and uh, Coach McDonald during that ball game he had lines in his eyes and lines under his eyes. But you know something, he was smiling that whole ball game, and I just know it's because his boys was playing so well. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach. Art Turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N. All right, look at that sunshine out there. It's booming. to get a hold of uh, J. 
Jeff and get him, get him to capture that bird up in the uh, ceiling. Okay. Let's see, it's a Tuesday, as I recall. February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. My wife had a meeting last night, and I said, who schedules a meeting on Valentine's Day, you know? But she did. Anyway, so I had set up to have a nice dinner, and, you know, I had... Were you cooking? Flowers, and I had... No, 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 going Um, out. Okay. And and, uh, flowers, and I had, you know, the typical heart-shaped candy box and all of that stuff. Well, how nice. Yeah, I tried to do it right. I haven't always done it right, and... Then she tells me yesterday morning I've got a <laughs> five o'clock meeting at um, oh um, Eastern Star. Um, what's that? The the um, help me the the hall across from Bronies. The Mason. Yes, hall? the Masonic Lodge. The Masonic Lodge. Yeah. yeah. And I said, "Well, what time's that over? Nine o'clock." Anyway, I meant well. And did anything materialize? No. Any candy or no, he, dinner? I, I had it sitting on the counter when she got home from her meeting. So you... Uh, so she recognized it and appreciated it. Good. Did you have a solo meal? Yes. And did you prepare yourself? I went to Steak and Shake <laughs> and got a carry-out uh, burger. Steak you know? burger. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good. You know, that, that brings up a topic that would be fun to discuss. We, because I'm, you know, I'm a real Excel nut. Excel is a program, folks, where you can make lists. Well, we'll get to that in a bit. Anyway, good morning. It's February 15th. Now, yesterday was Valentine's. Guess what today is? Singles Awareness Day. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that's funny. I guess so. Yeah. National Gumdrop Day and National Wisconsin Day. Not a whole lot of them, but uh, National Singles Awareness Day. Okay. I guess that makes sense the day after thing um I almost said Thanksgiving. Um what was yesterday? Valentine's. Hey, there you go. Day. There you go. The day before was Galentine's Day. Really? Yeah, you don't remember that? It's for the gals. The day before Valentine's Day. For the ladies. Galentine's. The gals. Okay, but was is it really? Yeah. I did. Yeah, you had that on that, your list yesterday. Huh. And then we looked, I looked it up and... That's what it was. It's okay. the the day for the ladies, for the gals. Let's um, <clears throat> let's see here. You know, now that um, how do I want to put this? Um, Pat and I have become real 
restaurateurs, okay? That means we eat away from home fairly often. And so, just because of my nature and my organizational nuttiness, I had I started to make a list of our the restaurants we particularly liked, right? Okay. <clears throat> but then it grew into well, there's others that we like once in a while. So why shouldn't they be on the list too? And then it became, I wonder what restaurants we've not been to but would like if we tried them out. So then it grew into a list of, I want to make sure we got every restaurant listed in Athens. Okay? So, I have in front of me, oh, oh Okay. And then, then it grew into, well, there's restaurants nearby that we like, too, not just in Athens. So, in front of me, I have a list of 76 restaurants. 76 now. And it occurred to me, our audience must know of their favorites, too. Or something down in, um, um, say, Gala Police. Or, you know, where I mean, you know, something that they go to once in a while because it's just really nice and special. Even though it's, uh, you know, it takes more time to go far away. And that's not far away, but out of town. So, okay, let's, here's, here's an example. Okay, so I've done them alphabetically, of course. Now, Scott, I'm going to put you on the spot first. Oh, there's a surprise. <laughs> now, be nice. I was. Okay, I was okay. It's true. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're a team here. Okay, ask me. I, I asked you some earlier, so what, what do you want me to ask you? Okay, I'll go you first. Okay. Name uh, three of your favorite restaurants. Oh, Texas Roadhouse okay. is one. It, it is now alphabetically, it's number 66. Yeah, well, of course they're going to be a little bit lower that way. Being a T, yes. Yes. Do you mean locally or anywhere? Well... Within reasonable commuting distance. Okay. I, I enjoy Applebee's. Okay. It's on there. It's number two. And um, Larry's Doghouse is pretty cool, too. It's number 35. Great chocolate milkshakes. Okay. So, okay. Let's, let's go a different direction. My turn. <laughs> oh, okay. What? Dave, well, let me put you on the spot here. Yeah. Are you ready? I'll try. <laughs> what are your three favorite restaurants? Uh, 
Well, <clears throat> Pleasant Hill Winery or Vineyard, I guess they call them. Pleasant Hill Vineyards. Um, Salam. Um, I have so many. It's hard to zero in. Soul. Yeah, I could have picked more than three. Sure. Anybody could. Um, shade. Okay. But you get the idea. They, 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 they don't have to be the fanciest. They don't have to be crummy. Uh, the, <laughs> crummy. I mean, it's uh, that's that was a terrible choice of words. Um, Unless maybe you're referring to Crumbs Bakery. Now, I but don't have that crummy. on there. It's not crummy. It's good. Okay, but it's just a play on the name. But there's simply a bakery, right? They don't have sandwiches yep. and things, right? Um, okay, so, as you might expect, so, so let me just go through it. Alphabetically, Albany Cafe, Applebee's, Arby's, the Athens Country Club, Athens Uncorked, Avalanche, Bagel Street Deli, Bob Evans, Bunch of Grapes, which is the O-U-N. Uh, Burger King. Baroque Lodge. Casa Nueva. China Fortune. China Panda. Chipotle. Ciro's. Columbo's, which is in Parkersville. Cutler's. Again, the O-U-N. Um, Dairy Queen, Devil's Kettle, Domino's, D.P. Doe, Dutch Creek Winery, Dynasty. Am I doing something wrong? No. Oh, okay. Um, Eclipse, El Camino. Now, this one I've not been to, but I'm told it's good. It's Furtis Express. It's like a Greek restaurant uptown. Fried, F-R-Y-D. Again, I've not been to that one, but it's right uptown. In fact, the two are very close to one another. Fusion Noodle, Grand Ranchero, IHOP. Jackie O's, KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? Lake Hope Lodge, Larry's Dog House, Latitude 39, which is in Baker Center, Little Fish, Long John Silver, Louie Louie, McDonald's, Miller's, Yummy chicken. Obetti's. Pita Pit. We're almost halfway. Pizza Cottage. Pizza Hut. 
Um, I already mentioned this is one of my favorites. Pleasant Hill Vineyards. Plus one pizza. Pork and pickles. The pub. Purple chopsticks. Rhapsody. Up in Nelsonville. Salam, I already mentioned them. Shade. Shade Winery. Siam Thai. Which I think used to be Thai Paradise. I'm not sure. Seoul. Sonic. Suvlakis. Star of India. Starbrick Barbecue, which is in uh, Rocky Boots store up in Nelsonville. Steak and Shake. Subway. Taco Bell. Taco John's. Tavolino. Texas Roadhouse. Thai Paradise, The Mine, again in Nelsonville. Oh, I misspelled the word Nelsonville. Left an S out. Okay. Um, <coughs> where was I? Oh, Tim Horton, Triple Nickel, out in Chester Hill. The Union, the Union Street Diner. Village Bakery, West End Cider House, Zoe's, and uh, just a few moments ago we remembered a place in Palmeray called Fox's Pizza, so we added it. Okay, now, so if you were paying attention to that list, and I know that was 76 names. Um, did I miss something? You know, what, do you have a restaurant that you think should be on this list? I think I've got Athens pretty well covered, but maybe some of the nearby outlying areas. Now, I, I just thought of one. No, no, I did do it. Dutch Creek Winery. Okay. So, um, I thought we could just... Add a little bit to this list. Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. You missed Parks Place in Amesville. Okay, just a minute. Let me... Uh, Parks Place, Amesville. Yes. Okay. Very good place. Wonderful. Thank you. Uh-huh. Okay. So we'll um, hang up there. And first of all, my cell phone's ringing. Okay, now... Uh, folks, again, our phone number is 592-6646. And you got to put the area code now in front of it. So 740-592-6646. If you can think of a place that we should add to this list. All right, here comes a call right now. Good morning, you're on the air. Yes, David, a barbecue place over just above McConnellsville on Route 60, uh, the Boondocks. Boone Ducks. They're great. And it's a barbecue. 
of uh, alligator bites and okay and you in the village is what it's just above mcconnellsville mcconnellsville okay. on state route 60 okay i'm writing it down thank you any others uh not right now okay thank you okay we'll clear that line and uh, so a line should be open and we can do this uh periodically through the show we don't have to just um, but if there's a restaurant we've missed here that you think we ought to add, um, did we? Uh, do you have Da Vinci's on there? No. D a v i n c i apostrophe s. Mm-hmm. Where that, is that? That's a good one. That's near. Uh, I think it's near Williamstown. Take five fifty over. Well, you you take fifty towards. Uh, Parkersburg, Marietta, then exit on 550. It sits right near the river, right across from Parkersburg. Okay. I think the, that's the, where is, it is. Oh, I the, think I've been there. Yeah, you've been there. Italian place. Yeah. Yes, that is a very nice one. And, you know, we haven't hit the Marietta scene much at all yet. But uh, certainly there's... Uh, a few there that are really nice. Yeah, or Parkersburg, you know, the Blenner Hassett Hotel. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also have another column, well, three, two, three other columns next to each of these. One is a general description. Like, is it Mediterranean? Is it Asian? Is it fast food? Is it pizza? You know. That sort of thing. And um, and if they're a general restaurant, then I have that they're good, very good, nice, very nice, excellent, you know, that sort of thing. And then dollar signs. Like some of them are pretty expensive and some of them are very reasonable. Okay, let's see what uh, our next caller has. Good morning. Well, hi, Dave, and hi, Scott. This is Barry Bolin. Yeah. Hey, uh, I don't know if you mentioned uh, Lake Hope Lodge or not. I did. Okay. Well, what came to my mind, uh, you triggered something when you mentioned about the day after, and you said, thought of saying Thanksgiving. And, and that's that's something we I think a lot of us do. Uh, not this uh, Valentine's Day, but it was last year. Uh, on Valentine's Day, I kissed my wife, and I said, well, happy Thanksgiving. And she said, what's wrong with you? And I said, <laughs> oh, that's right. It's, it's Valentine's Day. Yeah. And and so let's go out to eat. Let's go to dinner. So we mm. went out to Lake Hope Lodge. And while we was at Lake Hope Lodge uh, eating dinner, we started to leave. And you know, out there they had different times of settings. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started to leave, and a friend of mine named Joe, he came by, and he said, well, happy Thanksgiving, Barry. And I said, well, same to you, Joe. And the women just looked at us like, what's wrong with you people? Well, maybe it's our subconscious or our spirit telling us we need to be thankful for our loved ones we have, whether it be our mother or a wife or whatever. Thanksgiving kind of falls right in with, with having somebody to have Valentine's Day with to celebrate. So I just thought I'd bring that up. Also wanted to see if you would mention Lake Hope Lodge because I, I was in another room and I came in yeah. and missed that area. Well, I did, and um, I'll take it one notch further. Eric Lee okay. is the chef there. 
Mm-hmm. And Eric is uh, lives about five houses away from me. Oh, is that right? And he is um, a wonderful guy, and he really takes pride in his work. Okay, well, I get a chance next time I'm there, and I'll say hello to him. Please do. Okay. You okay. two take care. You're doing a great job. <laughs> okay. Thanks, thanks, Barry. You too. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, our lines are open once again. We used to have two lines in here, but something's different. Anyway, we only have one in the moment, so uh, we'll get that fixed. But um, uh, so five nine two sixty six forty six. So Da Vinci's in uh, okay Boon, Boondocks, Parks Place in Amesville. Okay, and um, anyway, we'll uh, we'll keep working on this. And uh, folks, you're welcome to text me or. Um, or send me a note on email or Facebook or whatever if you want me to add something. But I, I thought it might be fun to see what people would add this morning on the show. All right. I'm betting there's folks sitting out there going, I have a favorite restaurant. I wonder if they mentioned that one yet. Or well, maybe they're just maybe shy about calling. Well, well, don't be shy. Give us a shout here. Let us know, you know about I'm, your favorite I one. just read 76 names that I have on the list. Uh, yeah. I don't even mean locally. Maybe anywhere, too. Well, it doesn't make sense to do something in Vail, Colorado. <laughs> I have favorite restaurants all over the nation. I don't know. I've traveled for a restaurant a oh. time or two. How far? Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> not that bad. But Colorado, no. Well, anyway, we know we, we of course we mean within reason, <laughs> not Vale, Colorado. Yeah, okay. Unless you just get a hankering for something, as they well, say. with the Olympics going on, I've had a hankering. That's for sure. Okay, boy, are you enjoying the Olympics? I haven't been paying that much attention You're to them because me. I've been watching the NFL stuff because of the Bengals and the Super Bowl. And I really enjoy college basketball, and I've been watching that too. Now, yes, I have watched the Olympics. I, I'm i not sure why. I do enjoy this sport, but for me, it's entertaining, the skill and the the logic and the preparation and planning in this is curling. I enjoy that sport. Well, There's the, strategy to it. It's like shuffleboard on ice. I still don't understand the sweeping. Well, the sweeping part... Is the, it to speed up yes, or slow down? Speed up. They try to make the ice smoother that way so it will travel faster on a smoother surface. So well, yes, that's that's the purpose of that. They can't chew it up. They can't chew up the ice because if they did that course. then But would, I mean, you know, the, the the particles. Yeah. That's the concept behind yeah. that. Is so to speed see, up the, as I watch them, there's times I also think they're sweeping particles in front of the stone to slow it down. It could very well be. Okay. But well, yeah, that's that's the strategy, the theory behind that. 
to speed it up. Well, I must say, we've really gotten into the Olympics. and uh, But tonight, we're going to be into Ohio basketball. Yes. Um, Scott, do that thing, would you? The Bobcats take on the Miami Redhawks tonight in the Convocation Center for a big did, victory for the Bobcats. Did you hear that, folks? It's Miami. Yeah. The I, I was in love once. Well, more than once. But um, I'm in love now. I mean, I mean my, my, my wife, right? But uh, a girlfriend of mine years ago that in high school went to Miami. I've never liked Miami since. <laughs> it made her an entirely different person. She went to Miami. So and you came know, came out a different, transformed person. When I talk about Wyoming, there's one other place I do that too, and that's Miami. <laughs> yeah, good old Marsha. Good old Marsha. Yeah. Miami Marsha. Okay, that's tonight at. 7, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Pre-game at 6.30 on the flagship station of the Bobcats, Power 105. We're going to be there. And no TV coverage, with the exception of ESPN3, which mm-hmm. is basically your computer if you want to watch it there. And you get a, you need to get a paid subscription to do that. And I heard Connor Sports Report say that in the last 21 meetings of Ohio and Miami basketball, the Bobcats hold the edge of 18 wins and only three losses. Really? Yeah. So the last 24 games of Bobcats I would have not won have expected 21 that. of them. And they have been mostly big wins, too. And uh, from the way the Bobcats are playing this year, it's going to be another big win tonight in the Convocation Center. I pray you're right. All right. Bobcats are tough at home. Yeah, Toledo came in and won, but Toledo's pretty tough, too. Miami doesn't have the record or the team that Toledo does. See, we've had uh, three losses? Uh, I think four. Four. Yeah. I think they're 20 and four right now. I'm going to verify that. 21 and four. 21 and four. Yeah. 12 and two in Mac play. 13-1 13-1 and one in the Convocation Center. Going to be 14-1 and one after tonight. Knock on wood. I, I ho- fully hope so. All right. Well, let's see here. We're jumping all around topically. Anyway, folks, if you, if you think of a restaurant you'd like to put on my list, send it to me. Or call me or whatever. I just had someone text me, Borough Oak Lodge. Oh, it's on there. But they sent it as Borough. Borough, yeah. Yeah. Borough Oak Lodge <laughs> in Gloucester. Yep. It's on the uh, original list I brought in. Okay, so let's talk about COVID. I know. We have to, it's important. 
I do see some positive trends. Um, let's see here. We in our county we had twenty new cases in the last uh, twenty four hours. Um, that number is significantly down. That's our county. We've had uh, twelve thousand eight hundred and twenty six. In our county, that have had it and recovered. We have had 116 passings, deaths, in our county. Remember, this goes back to March 7th of the year 2020. That's when our first case occurred. We have 332 people being hospitalized in our county. Okay, what about the state of Ohio? As of yesterday, we have had a total, a total of 35,005 deaths. That shows you just how serious it is. There were no new deaths yesterday. I think there were 60 over the weekend. We have had 2,495,320 people that have had it and are now over it. They're recovered. You know, that's, um, there's 11 million, 600 and almost 89,000 people in our state. So 2.5 million is a bunch. Uh, but 94.75% of those that have received it I mean, caught it, the, the, the COVID virus, have recovered. Right now, though, statewide, we have 138,000 in the hospital. No, 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 no. 13,000 in the hospital. Wait a minute. Let me get this right. My eyesight this morning. 13,000 are in ICU, 97,000 in the hospital. And there are a total of 138,000 active cases right now, statewide. There were 1,282 new cases yesterday, statewide. Okay, population. Uh, Not population, U.S. We have 333 million people living in our nation. Yesterday, 
There were 5,983 new cases in the United States. The day before, 9,906. So the nation as a whole has had a total of 79,341,000 cases. So 23.8% of our population nationwide. There has been a total of 943,000 deaths nationwide. That's 1.1, uh, well, 1.2% have died of those that caught it. Active cases right now stands at 28,000, I'm sorry, 28,500,000 active cases. I'm rounding these off. We also have 49, well, let's this, this, this just call it 50 million people who have had it and recovered. What about the vaccination rate for the state of Ohio? Kind of slipped by that. 62% almost in the state. 53% in Athens. 75.8% in the U.S. 61.8% nation uh, worldwide. That, those that are vaccinated. Think I should do anything else here? Sure, why not? <clears throat> you don't have much the left. The only one I left off was the world. Yeah. Okay. So we've got 7.8 billion people living in this, this world. Closer to 7.9 to be exact. There were 1,088,552 new cases yesterday. Bringing the total case count to four hundred and twenty million nine hundred and sixty-two thousand and fifty people, which is five point three four five percent. So five point three percent have caught it. Deaths. Sometimes these figures get a little um, goofed up on the basis of maybe they don't get reported over the weekend. But anyway, according to the actual stats, 67,000 people died between Sunday and Monday. I believe that's exaggerated because only 382 died on Sunday. See what I mean? Okay, but these other figures are easier to work with. 
so the total deaths now worldwide, 5.9 million. Active cases worldwide right now, 81,192,000 people. And those that are recovered, 333.8 million people have recovered, which is 79.31%. Of those that got it are now recovered. I don't know. It's it's hard to probably hear these on the radio, but uh, we we try to keep you informed. And you know we could put in other information, but um, we try to keep it as simple as possible so it's easy to understand. New York Times um, this morning, they're reporting that traffic deaths are surging during the pandemic. Um, Social disengagement is the label they've put to it. The United States is enduring its most severe increase in traffic deaths since the 1940s. It is a chart it is a sharp change from the recent norm too. Deaths from vehicle crashes have generally been falling since the late 1960s. Thanks to vehicle improvements, lower speed limits, and declines in drunken driving, among other factors. By 2019, the annual death rate from crashes was near its lowest level since cars became a mass item in the 1920s. But then came the COVID-19 pandemic. Crashes and deaths began surging in the summer of 2020, surpassing traffic experts who had hoped that relatively empty roads would cause accidents to decline. Instead, an increase in aggressive driving more than made up for the decline in driving. And crashes continued to increase when people returned to the roads later in the pandemic. Per capita, Vehicle deaths have risen or rose 17.5% from the summer of 2019 to last summer. It is the largest two-year increase since just after World War II. Okay, then let me leave this story. Scott, let's you and I talk about this for a minute. Uh, We drive here and there. Tomorrow we have to drive to Columbus and, no, no, today. Today and Thursday we have to do the uh, trips to the James and all of that. But we're out just out and about here in our region too. Have you observed what I've seen? There are far more careless, 
pushy drivers that'll just um, come right up on you hard and then sit there too close for comfort as you're driving with their bumper right behind mine. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep, I've had it happen a few times. Oh, a few times. Even looking back and people on their cell phones, looking down at their cell phones. Well, okay. When they do that, too. They, There's I some call of that. that. I call that bum rushing. Okay, I'm, I'm saying there are just people that are ticked off at the world. That and it's get out of their road because their time's more important than yours. Yeah. And uh, I've seen so much um, risky um, poor driving. Aggressive? Aggressive. Now, there's one other thing that's bothering me lately. But this, on us. This, this isn't the driver's fault, necessarily. Sometimes it is. The brightness of the headlights. Oh, yeah. Okay, now we've got cars now featuring LED lights. And LED lights are more energy efficient. So you can put out more lumens, that's brightness, than um, using less power, amperage, off the car battery. And some of them just routine. I know they don't have their brights on, but it's as though they did. And then a lot of the trucks... Uh, they have extra lighting, and man, it's hard to drive with them coming at you. Now, am I nuts? Sometimes, it, but not this time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, Just no, saying. I'm serious. Just, I really think you, you, um, you've done self-admitted that a time too. So I'm just going along with you. But I appreciate anyway. your uh, support here. Of course. Um, but I just. Don't understand the aggressiveness that didn't exist before. I mean, sure, it did some. But the far greater instances of aggressive driving since COVID. Yeah. Oh, well. Yes, you are not alone on that one. Okay, thank you. There you go. Even more support. We continue to watch very closely the Ukrainian and Russian situation. I think it's only a matter of time before that happens. Not to sound doomsday, but I don't think Putin really cares about what anybody else tells him to do. Or wants him to do. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I mean, when you look at the films or 
video of the types of weapons that are near standing by now nearby we're not talking about just a shootout we're talking about huge destruction and mass casualties it's it's frightening and and it doesn't involve us other than humanity um but i'm scared for those people well we only have a few minutes left um folks uh, we want you to have a pleasant day um don't forget the the uh, basketball game tonight at 7 at the Convo. Go Bobcats. Um, you will be required to wear a mask, except when you're sipping a drink. Uh, I Last I heard, they might be reopening the concession stands this week. Otherwise, they have plenty of bottled water for you. Um, let's see, uh, looking ahead... Thursday, the mayor of Athens, Steve Patterson, will be joining us for his monthly visit. And looking ahead a week after that, who do we have? We've got uh, Danny Underhill next Tuesday, a week from today. She is the uh, president of our Athens Area Chamber of Commerce. Nice gal. Um, Weather's looking warmer the next two days. I'll take it. I'll take it. Mid-60s tomorrow and Thursday. With a little bit of rain, we could see some mixture of wintry weather Thursday night into Friday morning. That's how much it could drop from the mid-60s down into the 20s. I was a little surprised at that dusting yesterday morning. I was too. I didn't expect that. Folks, we're out of time. Be safe out there. Go Bobcats and all that good, sort of good thing, okay? In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Russian President Vladimir Putin says Moscow is ready for talks with the U.S. and NATO after his defense ministry announced some troops are pulling back from the Ukrainian border. But NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg says there is no sign it's actually happening. Russia has amassed a fighting force in and around Ukraine unprecedented since the Cold War. I'm Stephen Portnoy in Washington. The White House says it's been preparing for a possible Russian invasion for months, a so-called tiger team of senior officials who would pounce on the developments in Europe ran through their responses in two tabletop exercises. A playbook that details the possible scenarios in the first two weeks of an invasion has been drawn up, touching on everything from security for U.S. diplomats to humanitarian assistance for Ukrainian refugees. A Russian invasion could send gas prices soaring even higher. CBS 
PBS's Errol Barnett. The main cause of this recent jump is the high cost of crude oil, and Russia produces more than one-tenth of the world's oil supply. So, of course, any military action by Russia in Ukraine could send the price of oil well over $100 per barrel. 15-year-old Russian figure skater Kamila Valieva still dominates the ice at the Winter Olympics despite a doping scandal. Correspondent Steve Futterman's in Beijing. All eyes were focused on Kamila Valieva. You could hear the, the shutters of cameras snapping every time she moved. Her first jump was not perfect. She landed awkwardly. After that, though, she seemed to get things together and came through with an excellent short program. Maybe not as good as she wanted it to be, but it would still put her in first place. Police in Louisville say a candidate for city council has been charged with attempted murder after a shooting at Merrill hopeful Craig Greenberg's campaign headquarters. A man walked into our office. When we greeted him, he pulled out a gun, aimed directly at me, and began shooting. Greenberg, a Democrat, says no one was injured. At least four people are dead after a Spanish fishing trawler sank off the coast of Newfoundland. Spain's transport ministry says three members of the 22-person crew have been rescued from lifeboats. They are all reportedly in hypothermic shock. Archaeologists say a truck driver snorkeling on Germany's Baltic coast made a weighty find. CBS's Vicki Barker at the Foreign Desk. The bronze statuette of a female figure has been dated to 700 B.C. It's the 13th to have been found along the Baltic coast. A Swedish archaeologist theorizes they may all have been used as weights by ancient merchants. This is CBS News.